I want us to sing this as an affirmation before we start. Come and take your place, oh Lord. Come and take your place, oh Lord. testimonies because we will not be devoid of testimonies by the mercies of God. Again, I want to appreciate um, the people that came up to ask the questions because again, they have made my job easy. So, yes, if you recall the last time I spoke, we spoke about wants and needs. Yes, it's not every time that it is wrong to take what they call a loan, which outside the country, it's like a credit. And you know that outside the country where you take a credit, because most times they have a credit card. So you can just go into the um, shop and just swipe and keep buying. But the caveat is that once you mess up your credit, you cannot buy things that are of real value. You can't go into real estate, you can't have a house because they would always look at your credit. So that's why it's important that we maintain our credit. And yes, there are times that you would also have to take a loan to do some things. But what makes that difference? What makes that difference is what that thing is about. So I'll start by using myself as an example. I've been, the bank has been coming to me all these years, come and take a loan, take a loan, take a loan, and I keep saying, no, 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 I'm not taking a loan, because I realized I really did not need that loan. So I saw the property I wanted to buy, and for six months, I kept praying to God about it, and I would pass by it, and I would say, I like it. And I found out the real estate person, and I told them to please introduce me to the owner. And I saw the owner, and I told the owner, Ah, can you take this? They said no. And every time I'm going to walk, I'm passing in front and I'm telling God, if it pleases you, I desire this place, I want to have it, 
not just because I want to have it, but I want to use it as an investment. And one year down the line, the place was still not sold. And I realized, ah, maybe they told me to come and take loan. And I looked at it. Can this thing pay the loan? Are you listening? What you want to take a loan for? Can it pay itself? Can it multiply? Does it have multiplying effects? And can it translate you from the level of that loan to like three or four times that value in a few months, a few years? Does it appreciate? So I called the banker and I said, this is what I want to do. So I think now is the time for me to take that loan. And while taking that loan also, some investments that I had, I started breaking them down because that loan was not going to, I wanted to limit my risk. So I added what I had in savings, investments I had, I broke it down and I took that loan. And that loan was tied to my salary. So they debit it. If, if I'm trying to take money from my account and it is looking like close to the time of the repayments, and if I should be taking 200 Naira, they will just reduce it. I can't take more than 50 Naira. And I'll call my account person and say, and they'll pretend and say, oh, hey, so you cannot withdraw that much. And I come to the office and I'm looking at you that I know what you are doing. What am I saying? They tied, it's tied to my salary, so they debit, there's an auto debit every month. I'm indebted for four years, but I'm happy about my indebtedness. Because between the time I bought that place and now, it has basically doubled or two or tripled its value. So it's good investment. And that four years, I can, I'm, I've been reducing it. So when I have a box or maybe somebody paid rent from there, I just pack everything and I pay and it crashes because inflation has happened. So the bank is telling me that they want to take it from 16% interest to 21% interest because of inflation. So what am I doing? I'm taking bulk sums and I'm crashing it, thereby reducing the interest. Because me, I'm looking at it that if that interest can come back into my hands, it will pay me better than to be paying that interest. So what are you taking a loan to do? People take loan to buy hair. And today it's bone straight. Tomorrow it's coily soon. And like that. And it doesn't have value thereafter. I do not buy phone. If I buy one phone, until that phone. <laughs> and they'll keep telling me, Madam, as you know, phone, you say, she's a phone. For the past five years, I only bought a phone after five years this year. And it's because this one has cracked in the front. The screen guard has cracked, the inside has cracked, and I feel I need to change it. Why are you buying iPhone 12? Are you into photography? Are you using all the applications on it? Or is it only WhatsApp, SMS, and call? And snapping? Or selfie? So you should look at it, or is it making money for you? If your phone is your livelihood, get the best. 
because you are making money from it. But if it is just to chat to receive and every other thing that is not a value add, or just to communicate, and here you are there, how can we meet at point C? Then the basis for the meantime, it's level. Life made in sizes, life in faces. At a time, I will say, oh, how can I buy um, maybe like 20,000 Naira bag? That was my level then. And I enjoyed that level. And I'm proud of that level. You can't find me with Emmy's bag. Oh. Because I Emmy's bag can buy maybe land in a community that will appreciate. I can't buy Emmy's. It's not very like the cannot, I cannot afford it. I can't buy LV. You can't see my belt that it will be LV. I want to show LV. LV for what? Because when you look at that money sitting in your cupboard, what happened to a lot of shoes during COVID? If I should tell you the number of shoes I cannot wear again, when I even wore it, it was my on the step. They were telling me, Madam, the skinny has come off. And I had to just do like this till I got to my office and removed it and told it. So they do not appreciate. Look for something of value and invest. But look at it well. Think about it. Ask the experts. Do what they call verification or verification. You understand? So now, that means that there are times that you should take a loan. But that loan should be for something that will appreciate, that will bat itself. We are going to watch a video. And you remember what I spoke about multiple streams of income. When you are going to spend, you do not spend the actual capital. You invest that capital, that capital gives back to another investment, and then you can spend it's called compound interest. So at that level, you are safe. My son just started a job now, and he was telling me, ah, eh, um, I'm going to, I want to start doing a music blog. He wants to start doing a um, podcast. And I was asking him, explain to me what this podcast thing is about and what the end game is. Because all these things you want to buy, yes, I know you are going to buy it from the job you are doing. But you are staying in your auntie's house. You must make sure that every month you contribute to the groceries. I said, Mito, I'm your mother. I paid your school fees. I too must have some value. And then your first salary, every member of your family, you must give. Because either emotionally, financially, or whatever, they contributed to who you are today. And then you also must have a savings, and then you must have an investment. I said, because in a year's time, I want to see you better than you are now, and less dependent on me. So, you must plan all that out. Yes, there's room for savings, but the reason why I go against saving in the bank now is just because there's no value, commensurate value. But there are options to that. Yes, fixed deposit has minimal whatever. You can fix it. There are things that are called FG bonds. 
Sukuk, I don't know whether I spoke about it the last time. Sukuk pays like 11% every year of whatever you invest. So where you have like 100,000 and you invest Sukuk, they will pay you two times a year interest. That two times a year interest on 11% is like I'm 11,000 Naira. So they'll pay you the first one, 5,005. At the end of the next six months, another 5,000 feet. If there's no mental wellness, if there's no peace and calm, you cannot even think of exploits. So it's important that we look at that also. In the name of Jesus, we pray. So that is going to cause me to divert a bit. It's going to cause me to divert a bit. Because yes, for financial liberty, the mind, the emotional state is very key. And as it is right now, even why are we teaching this financial liberty? It's because of the state of the nation. So the church is trying to look for how the youth can be equipped, can live vibrant financial lives. It's not because the church loves money or what money is a necessity. Even the Bible does not undervalue the place of financial liberty. And you will remember the scripture I told you the last time. Third John, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. So I told you, I said, God knows that your soul is prospering. That's why you are here. But he also desires that you prosper and be in health. Because he knows that as Christians, most of us do not take care of our health. And then, for a long time, you hear as poor as the words, church rats. So he knows that those are the two places where we have not shown the godliness and the manifestation of Christ in us. And if there is only one eyed person in a land of the blind, there will be too much need on the church and on a few people. But just imagine if all of us are flourishing, if we are progressing. Iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the continent of his friends. There will be no cliques because you all are moving up, you are upscaling. And the church will be better for it. You will not have to do many sermons and quote many scriptures before you help support the church that nourishes you. So that is the importance of financial liberty and financial victory. And that is why this is essential. Because you have to be intelligent. If you have a dime, you have to be intelligent to not only keep that dime, but to multiply it and make sure somebody does not come and dupe you of that dime. Intelligence, financial intelligence. So that is what all this is about. I will take a breaker, we'll watch this so that we can all calm down. Then I come and then we'll continue. Is that fine? Thanks a lot. So let's just take a little time. Let's watch this.
praise the Lord. That's a sermon without talking. So, you saw the wallet. Me, I don't do wallets. What I do is I have the notes on my phone. So every month, if I buy Tringon, I write 10 Naira Tringon. I write the dates. If I buy petrol, I write how much petrol I bought and the date. Like that. And I do that every month. And I'm looking at it, trying to see of all these things that you are doing, what do you really not need? Or what can you reduce? Or what is taking too much of your money? But if you are just spending and spending and you are not keeping a record, then you might not be able to quickly identify what you should be addressing. Write it on a plane and run with it. Write it on a plane and remember. Write it on a plane and let it advise you. So that is what I use instead of the wallet envelope that was shown there. And you will find out that you will not be asking yourself, where did all my money go? You will know where your money went and you will now be able to redirect where your money should be going. You see the issue of the compound interest. It's just like the property I said I bought. On its own, it's appreciating. As it's appreciating, I'm also getting rental value from the people that rented it. That's compound interest. So that rental value now, I can invest that into something else or I can say I'm spending some of it. So I'm not spending my capital, my capital is secured. And you will see what they wrote at the end, inflation. You keep your money in the bank, just like that. You can have it say, oh, it's secured, like the people that went to bury the talents. They kept the talents in the ground. It did not yield anything. When their master came, they just went to take out, not even clean talents anymore, sandy talents to give back to him. So it had even depreciated because now it had sand instead of it just being clean and shiny. You understand what I'm saying? So that means that it is better to put money to work. You have 500, do you have an idea? Do you have something that you can do with your hands? Do you have something that you can use to turn it around? It's not just uh, invest 100 Naira and get 500 Naira um, with all this MMM or whatever. No. I have people that because I'm on their phone, they keep sending me messages that they are owing. Last week, I still had a staff that they came from this, is it direct something? to tell me that he was owing 99,000 Naira. And I'm wondering how. I had to call him. I said, I'm calling you because your grandfather and my grandfather are from the same family. That's why I'm still calling you because I should actually report this because it's an embarrassment to the organization. What would it cost you to be paying 55,000 Naira every month from your salary? And he was telling me, ah, um, Koribe, eh, I will try. I said, what are you trying? They were in my office six months ago. I called you. And we are still at 99000 since then. I said, don't let this happen again. They came to meet me. They were, some people were sending me texts that tell this your friend. Kiniko, Kiniko, he's owing us. And from what someone said here, you also receive those because you are on the person's contact. 
It is an issue of integrity, of honor, that your word is not your bond. Why would you take a loan and not repay? I had a staff, my driver at that time, he took a loan. And unknown to me, I was going to give him money. I now paid that money into that account. And the bank took it. And he came. Madam, madam, madam. Oh, there's a for me, eh? You want something? There's a account here. Ah! Bank Matifa. Was it killing me in Bank Matifa? Eh, Mugba, no, 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 no. So you were not planning to pay back. I said, everything I want to pay you, I will keep paying it there. I said, because you will stop them from giving other people that benefit. And there will be people that really need that loan. That because of your lack of credibility and honor, you would have made them not have that opportunity. You're not fulfilling on your commitment. is stopping someone that actually needs it. And again, this life is a circle. It's a circle. You might think, where would they ever find you? Or what? But I'm telling you, there's eclipse. Eclipse is when the sun and the moon what? Are they supposed to meet? Are they not supposed to operate at different times of the day? But they meet. They mark by day. Or it might be when you need loan or something or an interview, and you are sitting, and then, who is on the panel? People you are owning. And what they So you should live life knowing that it's a circle, and it's like a boomerang. When you throw a boomerang, what happens? It always comes back. It comes back with a bang. So let us be people of honor. People whose ye is ye and whose name is name. That is the first principle of financial victory. Integrity. Principle. Credibility. Please do not joke with it. They will create your network. They will create your network. They would make people give you their goodwill free of charge. Because the person, sometimes you need somebody's goodwill to leverage on. People will not give you their goodwill if they cannot trust you with it because they built that goodwill. And for somebody to trust that goodwill to give you that favor, you should know the value of that goodwill and you should not trample it on the ground. And it is premised and based on integrity, on credibility. And it's so lacking. It's so lacking. A bank would also try to profile you. They can go on Facebook and see the lavish lifestyle that you live. Someone was abroad trying to apply for student loan. And he had written for student loan. And I know this person. He still said his friend sponsored him to Turkey. 
and he's applying for student loan. And I told the person, I said they would never give him that student loan. I said because the white man would go and profile him on social media and see whether he's really indigent. And then they will see him in Turkey, see him wearing shoes and posing with shoes. So one shoe today, another boot tomorrow, and all those gagging up. And then, ma, another bling bling. And then you think that they will foolishly think he deserves student loan when they are really indigent people that needs it. I said, so he has missed it. Some things prayer cannot achieve it. It is the walewa. The English translation. That means that your character is your beauty. Your character is your glory. Your character is what will make people buy in or believe in you. So work on your character. Work on your person. And don't toy with it. That is your foreign exchange. That is your hard cash, your character, your integrity. Never toy with it. And on top of that is now what you will build every other thing on. Are we together? I'm saying this because some of us, we sometimes wish we can go back in time to go and rectify some things. I never say it's too late. Because now I realize that old dogs can learn new tricks. There are some things that I do now, and I realize that it really, sometimes it might be too late, and sometimes God might just give you a second chance. But it really doesn't come most times. So always learn to put your best foot forward. No matter the platform. It might be small platform, it might be large. You never know. I talk with clients on the phone and they are telling me about people collecting bribes and all that because tax is circumspect or it's open to all those things. And I've, in my office, dealt with people I did not even know they were senators or they were powerful people. And I dealt with them and transacted with them honestly. And it was later years that they now told me who they were. And I know the goodwill that I get from that now. Never undermine anybody. Even if they come with a band to lie, treat them with respect. What is a band to lie? The busiest of Ankara. I've always done a boutique since I was in second university, as I told you that last time. So there are times that you have clients that come in and they will pick down every single thing in your shop and they will not buy anything and they will go they will try it they will take it they whatever and i told my girls i said never disrespect anyone i said because the person that picks down everything might just be trying to gauge your character or your attitude i've seen them come back and buy a whole lot and it might be that they don't decide quickly. So they've tried, they tried it, they've gone home, they've thought about it, and they will come back. 
And that's how you might lose your best clients. Because you are not patient. Because you rate people based on what they wear. And I've lived in an apartment when I was still living in a rented place. And these tenants, they came. They were, the husband was working in Etel. And they took a landlord's three-bedroom flat. And they marbled the floor. And POP'd the wall, the ceiling. And then they now had two luxury cars parked in a rent house. And I told myself they would not live there of their own volition. Because every time they want to, they are supposed to move, they will remember the marble, they will remember the POP, and they cannot remove it. So, while I was busy jogging and looking for where to give to people that wanted to deal in real estate, I saw a land. A land that was in the middle of nowhere. And I saw in that middle of nowhere, I saw peace. I saw calm. And my heart desired it. And by the time I was going to buy it, you, have you heard where they are selling land to somebody and they gave you the free chance to pay four times and to even start your COO before you finish paying? It happened to me. And I left the place and they came to me when we were leaving. They said, ah, God that did this for you. Let him do it for us too. I said, amen. But at the end of the day, where we ended up building, they came to rent another apartment, the street after it, in the same estate. Because they would always remember that marble. And they would remember the POP. And they will say, if we are living now, so we will leave all these things. So, do not invest if you know you are still in transit. Or else, where your heart is or where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Your, something will always hold you there. And you will not be able to move to the next level. So, live like a hermit and continue to plan for that bigger and greater glory. Are we understanding? Are we getting it? Do I need to break it down or any question on it? And when you have this foresight, at this age, you can imagine how many millionaires we would have in the nearest future. Or even if you are not a millionaire, you will be financially stable. Look at the opportunities. Close your eyes for a second. What opportunities do you see? 20, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 5 minutes, 5 minutes. <laughs> So I would leave you with this. The race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. Time, chance, happens to us all. There is nobody in this room that time and chance has not happened to. You might have missed it, but wake up now. Wake up, shine your eyes. Open your inner mind. 
be available, be prepared. Because opportunities walk around like men, like waste. Looking for who would identify. And you begin to see with new eyes. Do you know that the cup, the corn, those silk things that you remove from corn's body, do you know they are called corn silk? They are corn silk tea. It's a waste for someone. Do you know that the back of banana with palm oil and all that makes oshedudu? Do you know? You know? Hmm? So a lot of things that you categorize as waste is not waste. There are opportunities waiting to happen. Activated charcoal is made from the back of coconuts. Some are made from bamboo trees. Those activated charcoals go for filtration for people that have water problem. It filters the chlorine, it filters whatever. They are used for soap. I use activated charcoal for soap. I don't buy soap anymore. I've not bought soap for three years. I make my soap. I make my cream. And everything is available around you. Is it your jota? All the essential oils you can need in this world. Do you know that the best carrot oil is made from purple, carrots, and turmeric. Fruits make soap, make oil. Do you know you can get a shaving whatever and just do a use all these glow um, adverts that they've thrown away to make a shade and shave people's hair for a fee? Do you know you can walk people's dogs for a fee? And you would have gone to work and on your spare time Saturday, you can do that as an extra fee. You can babysit. There are so many things to create multiple streams of income for you. You can go to Dosumu and string beads that our guys, wooden beads, I have tried all these things and I sell them. Forget that I work. Because So it's the size of your head that shows the type of challenges or whatever. And then I realized that one day I would leave work. And I'm preparing for my retirement. And I can proudly say it and I tell people. I can stand by the roadside and sell puff puff and become a billionaire. Because by the time I finish packaging the puff puff, or make puff puff with ginger, make puff puff with coconut, make puff puff with whatever, I will create variety for you. Somebody can catch it. If you run with it before me, no problem. I will think of another thing. What I'm trying to tell you that you can stay by the roadside and throw shame away and you will retire honorably. And you'll be asking, 
Mama ni pop off and call. Ah, what you call only one? What's a party one? She more. And the person has finished training all these children to America. Finish and you are buying the pop off in paper and thinking, ah, hey, Lodi, Kuli, Kuli, make it, Lodi, Lay. And the person is making it. So do not throw away any idea or do not think it is beneath you. And God will prosper it in your hands. Amen. So I want us to lift up our hands. I want us to commit our hands and our heart into the hands of God. I want us to say that God should open our eyes, our hearts, and give us new witty ideas. Witty ideas! Only God can give witty ideas. That I should give you witty ideas that will transform your life. That would make you a household name. You can go to Alaba and be collecting or screenshotting and then putting it on your page. And then people will be buying and you go to Alaba and quickly go and collect. So you can do that. Alaba is a wide whatever. And you can do all that and then put it on your Instagram. Instead of just checking Kim Kardashian. And God will prosper it. You don't need to pay anything for snapping. You will snap it and you will put it. That's what they want to sell. Dispatch rider is there. The dispatch will bring it to you or bring it to wherever. And you pay. Online transfer. You don't move an inch. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So I open up to questions because I know that there will be questions. So in case anyone has any questions to ask. Questions, please. Yes, ma'am. Um, please, can we ask questions about us? Yes, yes. Okay, um, I would just like for you to kind of walk us through the journey of after business name registration. Yes, because I went to the bank and they said I should bring my CIA okay. um, from FIRS. So, and then later on, I heard that after business name registration, immediately you register, there's a certain fee we are meant to be paying for business name registration. I've forgotten the name I saw that was um, tapped. They said you won't know. You, you may not really know, but it is when maybe you want to get some contract and stuff that it will be hacked so you will now be stranded so like what cost you after business name registration what next from CIN bank um, account opening and the rest of the journey and what are the VAT okay so is the, is the fee you are talking about is it being asked by CAC or by who? I think it is CAC I saw it um, there is a there is someone who does business registration on Instagram that's not where I did my but I saw and I feel she's credible. So she posts information yes. and um, stated that there is a forgot, I can't remember, but the page name is T Consults. Okay, okay. Um, so you've done the business name registration. The reality is that, no, please, you can be seated. The reality is that for business names, you, are not, you don't need a tax identification number. What you are supposed to need is a payer identification number. That's the thing. 
because you are it's where you are resident for enterprises or business and um, well, for businesses that you are supposed to use. But the reality is that they are trying to um, use one unique identifier. So they are registering everybody for team so that they can migrate everyone to team. So that amount that you are talking about, I would really have to know what it is about. But I will tell you every other thing that is necessary. So you've done the business name registration, you have an account, you've done the team. It's also necessary that you register with the nearest tax station beside you for purpose of tax. So if you are the only one still running your business, you would likely be on direct assessment because you are the sole person. But once you start to employ, you might now have to transit to a payee structure. But in the interim, I'm sure that right now what you'll be doing is you'll be taking people whose income over the year is less than 300,000. So if it's less than 300,000, they would likely fall under the informal sector. So they will then be paying something like each one for the entire year. Those are the staff that you would have because they are below 300,000 benchmark, which is supposed to attract like 1% of their income. So for now, it's about you registering for purpose of tax and ensuring that you file between the 1st and the 31st of March so that you file your returns so that you are penalty free. So those are the important things that you need for now. Register with the tax station, have your um, business known there so that they don't pop in to your business and catch you and then you become penalized. So that's it. But for the other thing you are talking about, I don't know. Then it would attract VAT. Okay, but that is if you don't file. You are supposed to file returns with CAC and also you are supposed to file returns with LRS. But if you are now doing business that has value added tax, you must file with FIRS too and pay the VAT to FIRS for now. Thank you very much, ma'am. Yes. Thank you, ma'am. I have a question. So I run a cleaning services. And so most times they ask me, um, clients, they ask me, do you have a machine? Because I'm just starting. And so they ask me, do you have a machine for cleaning? And I say no, that I do it manually. And so they tend to tell me that, that I can actually do it. And so my, my question is, can, can I take a loan to get this machine since I'm starting, but I've done like two jobs already, two or three jobs? On the cleaning. So, do you think I should take loan since I'm starting to purchase this uh, machine, or I should just continue then save up to get this machine? There's that one. And also, um, I'm into wares, so I do I sell shoes, sneakers, and the rest. And and I have people that buy it. I'm into this like I've been doing it for three years, and so I started from school. I've been doing it for long. So, um, and I want to buy from China. I have people that do these things. I, I sell it, I go to the market and I stay with them. And so do you also think I should also um, save up or I can tell them to give me a loan then go into this business? What is your advice now? Okay, thank you. So the first one is that um, there are many ways to skin a cat, a cow or anything. So the first option I will present to you is have you tried to find out people that are in your business? And if there are people that do rentals, 
of those machines so that in the interim you can do rentals and rent them when you have that level of cleaning because it's not all levels of cleaning that need machine so it's so it might be it might tie your capital if you go and invest in that for the meantime but if you can find someone that can rent it at a fee and you incorporate that rental fee into your charge then you are good to go and you ensure that you give them back their machines in a good condition so that they can loan you another time then you will keep saving up because so for you it depends on is it volume do you have this demand all the time but even if you have the demand all the time i would say rent it first rent a ghost and then later you can now know how to do it you understand so that's what i would advise and then with time when you save you can then now buy the machine when you are sure that you have a clientele that would make it useful all the time but it is not a priority now because it is capital intensive and it will tie down money and it cannot repay the loan quickly so that is it then for the shoes i know that somewhere inside the arena i know people bringing shoes because me i walk around i'm just trying to look and see what is where and then for tax purpose also a lot of tax evaders they hide in those type of places and you never and i realized that there were major importance of shoes there so you can look at that you can look on the island and see whether you can strike a bargain based on trust and proper mou and maybe you snap the picture you put it on instagram when people want to buy you now pay them but that you should save to go to china you can go on aliexpress there are a lot of places that they can even ship the shoe to you because when i was getting pouches for i started with aliexpress and then they told me to go and pick up my pouch in Naipos. I said that I said that you guys are first started. Naipos does not work because I didn't know that Naipos was still working. I said Naipos does not work. That you are supposed to give me a, a like DHL or whatever to go and pick up until I went to Naipos and I realized that Naipos is working and people are picking up things. So these things have been seamlessly structured. So try AliExpress. Try all those places and see whether for now you can remove buying a ticket, learning Chinese and going there. You understand? And then that will have more capital in your hand. So it's a, and it's a structure of starting small and growing big. And as you are starting and growing, you will even know whether you have a passion to continue that business or you, after a while, you don't even want to continue and you will not have spent too much money and capital tied down. So that's my advice, and I hope it's, it will, it's okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Good morning. Yes, I want to ask a question here because this, this is something that really bothered me for months now. When do you know when, you, when you're biting too much? Like when you're biting more than you can chew? Like, for, let me use myself as an understand this. Uh, during the weekdays, I spend not less than four hours in traffic. And my job is really, really demanding. Not to say that I spend minimum of ten hours in the office. I'm also concluding my masters and I'm doing a program with CFI, and then there are also some other things on the side, like investments and stuff that I'm trying to keep an eye on because I want them to work. 
So when exactly do you think somebody is doing too much? Like the person should maybe drop something or whatever like that because sometimes okay, let me give an instance. There are some things that um okay, let me see that person. Um okay, just that just that yeah. Um, I might not be the best please it. I might not, I don't know whether I'm the best person to advise you on biting too much. Because me too, I'm in that category. So when I was doing my PhD, I was also studying to become a tax expert with IMF. I did accredited mediators within the same time. I did ICSAN exam within the same time. I was working within the same time. And I was doing kulikuli and all that. So I don't know whether I'm the best person to advise you. But what I would say is that you would remember the issue I spoke about time and chance. If you don't do some things within a particular time, you might not have the energy or time for it again. So there are times that you might have to bite too much right now, not to bite much later. So within that time, it might be a lot of pressure, but that pressure must be towards a goal. And you must make sure that it is just for a stipulated time because it should not be too elongated as to tell on your health or your mental state. So what I will ask you now is that with that defining factor, look at that biting too much. Is it towards a goal? Is it for a period of time? Or is it going to stretch endlessly? If it is stretching endlessly, then you need to cut it down for your mental state and for something not to suffer on behalf of another. So that is that's how I measure my own. So that's the only advice I can give a cool stretching so much. Thank you very much, ma'am. Um, my question, the first one is, as a young person um, that wants to start investing, what kind of investment should, would you advise? And also, um, how do we calculate our return on investment and what, what should we look for when we are checking out returns on investments? Huh. That's a tough question, no? Because two years ago, or before COVID, I would have said, uh, look at our Greek. You can do the plot thing and then every quarter, you'll be getting returns. But now, we found out that a lot of them were first-time. Or maybe COVID happened and they could not meet up and they've run away with a lot of people's money. So I can't even advise you on a great again. Now, I would have also said um, things like, okay, so for other things that I will say, like the FGN, the Sukuk and all that, they are not there are investments that you have to wait like three or six months to get a level of return. So you can look at that. They're always in the papers or you can even once in a while. I know that one closed on Friday. It's an FGM bond. And you can start with, the, with as little as a thousand upwards. So it's a multiple of 1,000 Naira. So when you put 50,000, it's eight point something percent interest per annum. So that eight point something percent per annum is like 4,000, or sorry, that's like um, 4,000 something. They will pay twice a year. So really for those, it's 
an issue of the more you put in, the more you'll be able to have a substantial return. But that is also there. Fixed deposit is at an interest of like one point something percent per annum. So it's like nothing. It's like they just, if you want to borrow money, they will borrow you out of that your money that you saved. But you pay 21% interest. So now looking at what you can invest in. I will say that maybe by the time, because even if I look at land, if you invest in land, now I advise people that if you invest in land, you must look for money to fence it. Because if you don't fence it, somebody would encroach. And if you cannot fence it, don't even give it to mechanic because you might never get your whatever back. So except if you can start farming or get um, farmers that can plant corn, so you'll be planting the corn, harvesting every three, three months and selling. But something must be happening on that land so that they can know that you are the owner. So I would advise that if you can invest in land, you should always appreciate it just that it is not immediate. But anytime you are cash crunched, you can always use it as a negotiating, whatever, as a collateral. And I'm talking of the basis, or you can split a plot with someone and you can use half the other person can buy half and together you can fence and you never know when that will be useful so for investments i will say that the best one you can do now is to look for what you can do or somebody you trust is doing that you can invest in and have a strong memorandum of understanding as to what your percentages or sharing formula will be don't say hey, you are my friend you say it verbally when it comes to money matter, friend is there but no friend. Have it cast in stone so that you, the two of you can remember and be bound by it. So you have someone that runs a bakery and you see that they are making bread and they are selling, you can invest in it, they can be giving you money. So that's the level of small investment I can even think of now. Because our Greek is no longer there. Some other ones that were there before, trust has made it impossible. <laughs> Yes. On my neck, on try treasury bills, try the but I don't, I don't know about it. I don't want to put my money into something that I know nothing about. So I've been reading, but is there like something you can say about? Yes, it? treasury bill is there. Stock is also there. So for treasury bill, is the what is the percentage interest? So, but for no matter how minimal it is. Instead of putting it in the bank, you can fix it in treasury bills. You can buy stock. MTN stock would never disappoint. So just look at some stocks that are on offer and then fix it there. You'll be getting dividends every year. It might not be much, but it is yielding money for you. So treasury is there. Even what we are talking about, um, fixed deposit, is still there, but at a minimal cost. So the more volume of capital you have, the more that 1% or whatever interest is will yield. So all those are there and your money is still safe. You always get your money back alongside all the interest you would have gotten for the time you kept it there. So bonds, shares, um, fixed deposits, all those are options you can use instead of just giving your money to the bank to just save. Praise the Lord. Oh, um, my question is that, is it advisable for someone 
to ask for a loan for a business that I have not really started, for a business that I just have the idea that I want to start this business, but I are not yet into it. Is it advisable to ask for a loan to start the business? Okay. Praise the Lord. So, I, there was this, um, I don't know whether it's TikTok or whatever, a video. The guy was saying, calling his brother abroad, that brother me, and he was saying it that he needed money from his brother and all that and then the brother he said he wanted to build a petrol station so i wanted to build a petrol station so he needed money and all that so the brother was now asking him questions and then said okay what about the land do you have the land and he said that it is out of the money the brother will loan him that he will even get the land that he wants to use for the petrol station. So he has zero investment in his own business. Anything that you do not have a baseline investment in, you will mess it up. Because there is no commitment from you. There must be commitment from you that you always will say, my money must not die. My money must not go to waste. So you must have a capital that is coming from you. Then starting that business now, is there no smaller way to start and then grow to the stage where you can now feel confident that you have something that will repay that loan? Because if you take that loan to start the business, that means that the place you are going to do the business is coming from that loan. Even no bank will loan you that money because they need collateral, then they need to be sure that they will get their money back on every month. So they are going to profile you and see that where is this our repayment going to come from. So they would likely not give you, except maybe a parent that loves you, decides to invest blindly. That's the only place you can get that type of loan. But from a financial house, they would look at other things. So I would say build capacity, build your finances, so that there's something meeting something to create that union that would now cascade into success. So don't loan yet until you've reached the level of stability and assurance. Yes. Thank you. Any question? Yes, sir. Sir? Okay, I thought you wanted to ask a question. Any question? Okay. Okay, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I see VAT there, and I'm like, let me just come to the shop and buy and pay cash. And then, now me too, I started, like, I want to start using that platform, Paystack. But I see that most people usually prefer to do bank transfer. Or should it be that at what stage will a business get to, to start using those pay platforms and you won't have people complaining about the VAT? Well, Paystack and all that are payment options. 
So, there's no level you come to at your business that you are obliged or obligated to use it. It depends on the kind of structure and the multiple payment streams that you want to give your um, clients to be able to access. So that if this alternative is not available, the other alternative will be available. So they are just options. So it depends on the kind of class or status or ease of doing business that you want to create, that you take advantage of that. And because they are visible to the tax authority, so they have to incorporate all that into it. Even Jumia Konga, so it's, it's the level that every country is. You have to pay GST outside the country, or VAT, or local taxes. So they are part of any civilized society. It's just that in Nigeria, tax seems to be foreign. But it's a norm. It's normal. You can't buy anything in any shop abroad without paying the commensurate tax and the VAT. It's, it's already incorporated into the business. Yes. If I start paying, um, is it LIRS or FIRS? I'll be paying for federal or state. Uh, well, you said it's a sole proprietorship that you register. Yes. So you're supposed to be paying LRS. But okay. if you deal in businesses that have VAT, okay. then you will pay that VAT. So, so that tax that I pay now, can I now can I start removing it from my customer, like having them pay that too? No, that is not on you. That is on the product. Okay. So sorry, ma. I went somewhere, like a restaurant. Um, this um this place is sell prawns in Kenya. What's the name again? Ocean baskets. So I realized that for everything we bought, for the prawn, for the coffee, for the smoothie, everything, they were coming with vats on yes. each of them. We we paid for them extra. Yes. They didn't incorporate it in the food we bought already. No, value add your food fee is separate. Yes. But on that receipt you see your bill yes. and then you see the VAT there. So you have to pay the VAT. The, the VAT is borne by the end consumer, which you are. But they will separate it because the food has a separate fee and the fee and the VAT, but it's on the same bill. So they will just list it there, VAT. And then even consumption tax is supposed to be there. Consumption tax is for legal state. VAT is still in question with the federal. And then the food you bought and the coffee you bought, all total to create a grand total. Okay, thank you, ma. Yes. Thank you so much. It's been an honor and a privilege. Thank you. And I wish you the very best. I'm looking forward to having many testimonies from everyone seated here. Thank you so much. Thank you.